This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. So, Dave, I, uh, I met uh, a younger fan of ours this weekend. Younger, so like 56? No, like 30. Whoa. 29. Whoa. Male, female? Male. Yeah, okay. Um, he told me that he binge listened. Really? To uh, the first five years of our show. That's like, what, 200 episodes? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Who is this kid? This uh, kid. He is the son of my friends, Carol and Jim. Mm-hmm. And they told me that, he told me, we just yeah. saw him this past weekend, he told me that he thinks the show is hilarious. Yeah. Um, but there's one jingle that he believes that we don't play enough. Which one? Mm-hmm. So now he's heard every show, so he's heard every jingle. Okay. All right? You know, how much you want to make a bet that he knows more about the show than us? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually. I mean, because yeah. I, I've listened to past episodes. I'm like, I don't remember saying that. <laughs> it's uh, so true. <laughs> but here's the one that he thinks that we don't play enough. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Alert. Alert. Dave, you've already told this story on a previous episode of Minutia Men. That's the end of the alert. End of alert. Alert over. So what does this little shit say? Is I, it, is think, it, I think there's a... Hold on. Look, let, me, let me look at this little onion. Oh, here's the insult right here. I, I don't know what he's implying. Yeah. Oh, I that, think I know exactly what the little bastard is implying. It's time for another program. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. So you know, I'm teaching all these classes, yeah. right, at three different universities. To me, that's three different venues, right? And I'm like, I, I forget what wacky stories I'm telling yeah. each of. The, and then, so I have a, a in each of my classes, I have the, the one of the kids that always sits in the front. Uh-huh. I I tell them, I go, okay, you have to flag me if I've told this story before. <laughs> okay, if 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 old Uncle Dave is recounting something, just raise your hand, say cucumber or something, and then I'll move on. Because yeah, it's not going to get any better. <laughs> no, it it, it happens all the time. Uh, before I forget why we're here, do you think we should do a show here? Okay, fine. Um, this story comes out of Australia. You have never been to Australia, have you? I have never. Have you? Uh, no, we. I was going to say we're in Japan. Well, that's, that's really, really not Australia. That's no, so, not even close. I've been to Austria, which I often I have confused, confused I the two. Yeah. Well, you should be due for another Austri- or Austria trip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, well, right now I'm not really in the, uh, in the market for a trip. You know what? Uh, Michelle and I were going to Switzerland for a little bike tour. Yeah, you and Bridget uh-huh. want to yeah, come no, out? No, I do not. All right. Well, this story comes out of Australia. The Wiggles demand that city council stop blaring hot potato 24-7 at the homeless. Now, you know who the Wiggles are, of course. Sure. Wiggles were like the Beatles in your house, weren't they? Oh, they were huge. Yeah. They went up, when my kids were little, uh, the Wiggles were on all the time. Yeah. Uh, what was your, which, were you, who was your favorite Wiggle? Was it the oh, Purple Wiggle? Oh, I didn't Wiggle? watch. <laughs> you know, that, the, you don't understand how this TV concept works. You turn it on, and it's babysitter, and so, you walk out of the room. See, we didn't let our kids watch television until they were like 14. Yeah, right. Right. We homeschool. Yeah, we... Yeah. Uh, not only did we, we didn't homeschool them, we sent uh-huh. them to school, but then we reinforced everything and homeschooled them again. Okay. So they were doing double time. Beloved Australian children's group, the Wiggles have voiced their deep disappointment amid revelations. Their music is being used by the city of Bunbury 
in Western Australia to, <laughs> to deter homeless people from a waterfront bandstand. That is pretty insulting uh, if you think about well, it. Well, <laughs> yeah. The Southwest, right. We are, they are playing minutia men, you know, 24-7 to get the homeless. Uh, the Southwest Council came under fire on Thursday after conceding that, yes, we were blaring hot potato, which is their... Okay. I think that's their white album. Is that their big hit? Yeah, I think (laughs) so. Uh, On loop for 24 hours a day at its Graham Bricknell Memorial Music. And I guess, you know, there was, it's a music shell or whatever, bandstand and homeless people congregate at these things because they're, well, homeless. A Wiggle spokesperson told um, WA Today, the group's music was created to bring joy and happiness to children and families around the world. And they were deeply disappointed to hear it was being used in any way. What I want to talk to, what I want, what I want to ask this Wiggle spokesperson: Have you ever asked the parents how much joy and happiness <laughs> your music has brought? Uh, the city has doubled down amid backlash, insisting, "Hey, this is standard practice to reduce antisocial behavior." Evidently, blaring music, especially this particular perhaps. song. So I did a little research, as yeah. I want to do, and I. Um, have a list of eight of the most used songs that the CIA uses. Oh wow! To torture and to interrogate. Oh, um, fascinating prisoners. All right, so take a guess. I've got the top eight here, uh, and Magneto and Titanium Man is not on it, <laughs> which uh, would be so. Of take a shot at one of the. We built this city by Jefferson. <laughs> no, but a good one. Yeah. That would be a good one. Now, number eight, I'll go in. Well, this would be reverse order. Yeah, uh, Queens. We are the champion. Well, that's a good champion. One. Oh, I think but it's, I, it's like it's good. Bump, bump, yeah, it's, bump, bump, bump. It's good the first yeah. six times you see here. But you a boy, make uh, a big noise. Sorry. Um, number seven, the beautiful people by Marilyn Manson. Oh, Don't know that one. Yeah, whatever. Number six, this one. I think could be on the Mount Rushmore. The Meow Mix song. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> meow, meow, meow. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that for 24? Oh, my God. Every terrorist is going, like, please waterboard me. Uh, number five. Um, I'll give you a hint. 70s. Oh, what a hint that is. Uh, uh, John Travolta. Oh, you're the one that I want? Uh, oh. Saturday Night Fever by the Bee Gees. Oh, okay. Uh, Staying Alive? Let's say Saturday Night Fever. Is there a song? Yeah. Saturday Night? No, there, there, I don't okay, think there maybe is. Maybe there's Staying Alive. Yeah. Um, Okay, number four, another big hit in your home, probably in the two thousand and threes, maybe four. Um, the Barney thing. Oh yeah, I, I love, love you. you. Right. Uh-huh. Then we go to Christina Aguilera, "Dirty." Okay, doesn't really matter, yeah, Christina yeah. Aguilera. Um, "Take Your Best Shot" by Dope, and I listened to this one. Yeah. Oh boy, put a bullet in my head. <laughs> put that shot in my head, because it's really bad. Okay. And the number one song, which is kind of surprising to me, is The Real Slim Shady by Eminem. Oh. I guess it is. It's kind of repetitive. I don't know yeah, what the... Honestly, any song, if you play it over and over and over again, yeah, can be. Right. Like uh, the Minutia Men jingle, though. No. D- did you want to play a little bit of this hot potato? Sure. I, I have it right here. Because I don't think I know this one. This is the Sheen's Shields and Yarnell version. Hot potato, hot potato. Hot potato, hot potato. Hot potato, hot potato. I believe that's potato, all. Potato, potato, potato. Okay, yeah. You know what? That'll do it. I could have totally wrote that song. <laughs> I could have it. totally wrote that, wrote that song. You know, as a former lyricist, I've got to yeah. give my kudos. To you know, that. I was going to say um, maybe next week. So Julia was in Sister Act. 
yeah. um, this past week. She Congratulations, by the way. She, <laughs> she, she played the Mother Superior. She played Mother Superior, so needless to say, we have wasted wasted a lot of money on her bat mitzvah Get a it. few few months ago, Jewish. or a few years yeah. ago. And Alex flew in for it. Alex and Marsha loved it. You know, while Mar- Yeah, Marsha is Catholic, so she loved it. And Alex, Jewish grandfather, loved it. Great. Had, no, had no problem with it. But our good buddy, Glenn Slater... Wrote the lyrics. I know. So um, How about that. Perhaps next week we should replay play something from Glenn Slater. Okay, we can do that. Um, I have a story for you. This uh, this is kind of a historical story. Um, a mysterious, malevolent-looking mermaid mummy, which is about uh, what eleven and a half inches long, is known as the Fiji mermaid because it's uh, similar to an object with the same name that P.T. Barnum used to go around it. Show okay. it, to, you know, like a like a, a like animal a shrunk, freak show, like a shrunken like, head or whatever. Yeah, or something. it yeah, was yeah. the sort of thing he'd bring around and yeah. say, "Look, I've got a mermaid. Right. Uh, Give me a nickel." Yeah. Well, the mummy was purchased in Japan by an American naval officer who donated it to Clark County Historical Society in Springfield, Ohio, in 1906. Now, the documents supplied say that this goes all the way back to the 1840s. Hmm. Now, here I'm ho- I ho- I'm happy that you're sitting down for this. It turns out the mummy is not really a mermaid. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It appears that this is a big scam. It recently allowed it to be studied, and it appears to be a mix of fish, monkey, and lizard parts that have been joined together like Frankenstein monster. The uh, They actually sewed the head and torso of a monkey into the decapitated body of a fish and the mermaid's hands are the clawed legs from a lizard like a Komodo dragon. And if you look at the the x-ray, you can see the stitching where somebody came in there and just added it all together. And so when you said it was a mix of what, monkey? What is it? Monkey, fish? and Monkey, fish, and dragon. I was yeah. just thinking of some... You know, menage a trois that those three animals were doing back in the 18s, like the 1800s. But they also found the recipe of the scientist who put it together, right? So The and, recipe. And, yeah. You know how, well, recipe may not be the right word. What do you, What's the word you use? The formula. Okay. To how you, how you make a mermaid. You get the monkey, you get the oh, fish. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and actually, There's a Wiggles song. I, I have audio of them reading this at the press conference. Okay, I bet you do. Okay, let's... And it goes a little bit like this. As the minuteness of the parts formed a great hindrance to my speed, I resolved, therefore, to make the creature of a gigantic stature. Of course. That would simplify everything. In other words, his veins... His feet, his hands, his organs would all have to be increased in size. Exactly. He would have an enormous Schwanstucker. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> the, Terry Gar would be a great. She, Terry Gar's still alive, right? Yeah, I think so. We got to get her as a guest. Yeah, well, I, she... I think she has like MS or something. And she's not not doing well. But uh, the speaker phones. Man, she was she was. Awesome in oh, that movie, Young she was, Frankenstein. Well, in the 70s, you couldn't see a movie without seeing Terry Yeah, Gard. that's right. Hey, we got a review. You want to hear it? Yes. Love the wide range of guests. Every interview is with someone interesting. Love the Goldberg episode. And I believe Plus Size Guy, who wrote this via Apple Podcasts in September, is referring to the episode that we had with Haley, who Haley 
What's her last name? Uh, or or yeah, into whatever. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Star of Goldberg. Uh, Alert. Alert. Dave, you've already told this story on a previous episode of Minutia Men. That's the end of the alert. End of alert. Alert over. What's this little shit's name? What's this guy's name? What, what, what's the uh, his name is Eric. Yeah. Eric. Yeah. He's a nice kid. Uh-huh. Don't, don't pick on the poor kid. He, he may have a point. Yeah. He may have a point. All right. Uh, it is uh, time for... Another feature, we call this one Studio Walls. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So this is the part of the show where we dip into the Rick and Dave archives and we play you some things that uh, uh, have been done by us in the past. And we have a... A 40-year history of things that we can play off of. And yeah, Eric. After 40 years, you could tell a couple of stories over again. Wow, this one's really yeah. hitting home. Um, so in 1996, on this day, as we're recording here, 1996, on this day. All right, well, hold on. Don't tell me. 96, right. November. Oh, so it's probably some election-related thing. That is correct. Okay. Um, it was the election of... Bill Clinton versus Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Okay. And, you know, in the night, if it happened in the 90s, you have a parody I song. I wrote right, a parody right. song. Now, what was the biggest selling song of the 1990s? God, I don't know. Uh, this is a rare parody song that I did of a contemporary song at the time. So, 96? Can yeah. you give me a hint? Uh, it's a dance. The Macarena? The, the Macarena, right. And here, oh, I'm just going to play Wait you. a second, hold on. <laughs> what were the list of torture songs? Okay. Right. Here is the first verse of the song that uh, we recorded for the election. <laughs> that's great yeah. poor poor bill clinton right he's just going to be known for being a little chubby and you know so- another bit that we used to do every time there was a debate i would have to watch the debate yeah. and listen for things that could be taken out of context okay sure and then we would recreate the moment in a different in a wacky, way in like, a wacky, uh, yeah. like was right. it mad libs yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. that. This is this is very just smooth. don't do it. No, I said think, not drink. I'm sorry, sir. That's all the time we have for that question. But Here what about my screen? The next question from this section. Um, this question is for the president. Um, hi, I'm I'm not what you'd call very slick with the ladies. <laughs> I I couldn't get a good-looking woman if my life depended on it. But uh, you seem to get all the babes. How do you do it? And uh, how can I get someone like a Playboy Playmate? There is not a simple, easy answer. You just have to work on this day in and day out, every month, every year, every issue. But it's really hard. I've been trying. Can I maybe just have some of your leftovers? Or maybe you just let me watch and learn. Every time I do something in a public way, I try to have a, a real American citizen there who is directly affected by it. Are you serious? Wow, that'd be great. I hope we get a chance to talk about this more. There's not a more important issue. I I still remember a woman that I met 10 years ago. I'm sorry, Mr. President, your time is up. <laughs> yeah. So That was uh, the Clinton election of 1990. Don't you long for those kind of controversies? Uh, yeah, yeah exactly. right. Oh, boy, yeah. 
Hey, I, I got another story. You want to hear it? Sure. Uh, this comes out of Iowa. Man accused of masturbating a target claims it was a dildo, not his actual penis. <laughs> 25-year-old man arrested inside an Iowa target for indecent exposure maintains he was not masturbating. It said he claims he was merely ha- handling a sex story, a sex toy that just happened to be hidden in his pants. Yeah. Who doesn't, do. right? Right. Deshaun Brown was taken into custody on October 12th and subsequently released after posting a $3,000 bail. Is a $3,000 bail a little high, don't you think? For that. Yeah. yeah what did, absolutely. What did Jenna Ellis, what was her bail? <laughs> like yeah, nine know. grand or whatever? I, I don't know. An arrest affidavit obtained by the Smoking Gun, by which is by now is Your my favorite, favorite website ever, uh-huh. contends that Brown 25 was captured on surveillance com- cameras walking around the target at downtown Iowa City while masturbating. Well, they showed Mr. Deshaun Brown the video of him, and there's, I mean, these are some pretty high-tech cameras, Target, yeah. right? You know, uh-huh. You're not going to an Aldi here. Right. You're going to a Target that has the better cameras. And they showed that his actual, it was actually his, really his, his yeah. member. Well, and sometimes he, you get confused. You don't remember if it's the dildo in your, in your pocket or, yeah. Oh, Deshaun, you're <laughs> masturbating. We could do alert, right? Uh, how much you want to bet that if he tried that at Walmart? No one would even notice. Yeah, exactly. In fact, someone's doing it at Walmart <laughs> right now. Um, I have a story that involves another crime. Um, four men have been charged over the theft of an 18-karat gold golden toilet mm. from a palace in southern England where it was kept as an art exhibit before being stolen in an early morning heist in 2019, prosecutors said on Monday. The fully functioning toilet, valued at 4.8 million pounds, mm. which is about $5.9 million, was part of an exhibition by an Italian conceptual artist at Blenheim Palace which was the childhood home of Winston Churchill. Mm. Now, it took four years for the police to track these guys down. And we don't know if the toilet has been recovered or not. It wasn't in the article. Uh, they say they don't know if it's been recovered or not. But it is a uh, you know a priceless piece of art. Mm-hmm. But the main reason I've chosen to share this yeah. story is because this priceless piece of art, this golden toilet... Mm-hmm. Would you like to know what the artist named it? Sure. What? America. <laughs> That's not very nice. <laughs> it is not very nice. That is not very nice. But not off. You know, not particularly. <laughs> but almost perfect. <laughs> did you did you remember when Hitler Hitler's? Well, do you remember when Hitler? Did, yeah. Uh, I just do a Chris Farley thing. You remember yeah. uh, uh, Hitler's toilet was. They sold Hitler's toilet uh, not too long ago. Okay, all right, right, and that was where Hitler took his Schittlers. <laughs> that was the. That was the. Oh! Did Dave really find another story about Nazis <laughs> that I never told another before? That <laughs> yeah, was Hitler takes a shit. Okay. Okay. Well, that's a good story, which I think we've heard before. Yeah, alert. Alert. <laughs> Dave, you've already told this story on a previous episode of Minutia Man. Yeah. That's the end of the alert. End okay. of alert. Alert over. So it's, it's really bad for me to tell a story, <laughs> but you are going to uh, retread every parody song that you ever wrote in the, you know, the night. Let's play that again. Yeah. All right. So every 30 years, <laughs> I pull them out. 
So that's a little different, but here we go. It's time for our final feature of the show. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. Uh, this Eric guy, does he have a job? What does he do? <laughs> yes, he is. He has is he job. living in his parents' basement? What's Come going on? Come on now. Be nice. Be nice. Um, this week's email comes to us from Annie. A woman. Oh. I always, every time I get one from a woman, I'm like, oh, yeah. wrong, wrong number. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, I grew up in Chicago, but now live in Orange County. When we first moved out here about 12 years ago, my husband and I were looking for a house and found a listing for a place in Anaheim. The real estate agent who showed it to us was pretty full of himself. He said, you do know who owns this real estate company, yeah. don't you? And he handed me his card. It was called like Touchdown, Touchdown Realty or something like that. And there was a picture of a football player. I'm not a football fan. So I handed it to my husband, Dan. He said, is that Warren Beatty from Heaven Can Wait? The agent grabbed the card back out of Dan's hand. No, it's a real football player. That's Vince Ferragamo. Oh. Started Super Bowl fourteen for the Rams. I'm not 100% sure, but I think the agent might have been Vince himself <laughs> because he appeared to be so highly offended oh, that's that great. he had no memory of that, who he was. That's good. You know who else sells real estate out there? Who? Tony DeFranco. Is that true? Yeah, it is. In the DeFranco I, family? Yeah, Tony DeFranco. I mean, it's in Orange County. I've tried to get him on the show and he's said no. Well, he's busy. He's selling houses. Well, I... Yeah, yeah. Go to Warren Beatty. Go to, uh, <laughs> well, I, I may have a a, 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 a listing for Vince you. It's Ferragamo yeah, for you. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, so we have people we need to thank for this yeah. show. Absolutely. Um, it appears that this show is just kind of slapped together by two guys sitting in a room, but it's not the case. No, no. no. We have a team. Yes. Uh, it's we, like Frankenstein. They're sewing bits and pieces right, just exactly. like Gene yeah. Wilder. You're the uh, the torso of the fish. I like to think of me as the pancreas. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, who's the uh, the Komodo dragon hands? I think it's Tony. The Tony. Hands on. The yeah. executive producer yeah. of the show. Thanks and, to Tony. And Ed Silla. Is he the schwanz? <laughs> he would have an enormous schwanzstucker. <laughs> yeah. That could be uh, Ed Silla of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Uh, thanks to him. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Newshman. The preceding was a presentation of Opi Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Sometimes you get confused. You don't remember if it's the dildo in your in your pocket.